News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. It's Election Day in the United States. Voters in Ohio have passed an amendment enshrining abortion rights in their state's constitution. The amendment, known as Issue 1, was adopted by a margin of 59% to 41%, according to the Associated Press. The amendment prevents the state from interfering with reproductive decisions up to 23 weeks of pregnancy. In the meantime, Democratic Governor Andy Beshear has been re-elected in the state of Kentucky. The third GOP presidential debate will be held on Wednesday night, with fewer candidates taking the stage. Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons reports. Five presidential candidates have qualified for this latest face-off. They include Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, Ohio entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. In order to qualify, candidates needed at least 70,000 unique voters and 4% support in two polls. Former President Trump, the overwhelming favorite to win the nomination, according to multiple polls, is boycotting the event and will instead hold a rally in Florida. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. Ivanka Trump is scheduled to take the witness stand in her father's New York fraud trial. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. The trial issue is whether Donald Trump inflated the worth of his properties to lenders and other business dealings. Ivanka Trump has pretty much disappeared from the public spotlight, opting to leave both New York and Washington, D.C. for Miami. How much she will say under oath or what she says she remembers is a question. But part of what prosecutors want to look at is her role in several real estate transactions, as well as the valuation of her New York apartment, which they say was priced at about two and a half times the value. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. In other news, Chinese Vice President Han Zheng says recent high-level meetings between his country and the United States send a positive signal for the world. But he's warning against protectionism and de-risking. Han spoke at the Bloomberg New Economy Forum in Singapore. Unilateralism and protectionism lead nowhere. The issue of security cannot be overstretched. Decoupling, severing industry and supply chains, and the so-called de-risking will all only divide the global economy into many isolated islands. China's Vice President Han Zheng. Meantime, Chinese President Xi Jinping will be meeting with top U.S. business executives next week. Bloomberg's Ann Kate says that story. Xi is set to attend a dinner with corporate leaders when he visits San Francisco for the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit as the U.S. and China continue to work on stabilizing relations this year. High on Xi's list of priorities for his U.S. trip is calming foreign investors who are increasingly nervous about doing business in China due to issues including geopolitical tensions, a slowing economy, and detention of employees. Chief executive officers of major U.S. companies are on the guest list for the dinner. In Washington, Ann Cates, Bloomberg Radio. We're hearing that Apple, in a rare move, is delaying software overhauls to fix some glitches. More from Bloomberg's Tom Busby. The tech giant pausing development of next year's iOS system software updates for the iPhone, iPad, and other devices after a proliferation of bugs in earlier versions and to give itself enough time to work out those glitches. Now, rather than adding new features, engineers at Apple, known for its clean interfaces, easy-to-use controls, and commitment to privacy, have now been tasked with fixing those flaws and improving the performance of the software. Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. 
Apple's stock traded up 1.5% in the latest session. The International Monetary Fund has upgraded its projections for China's growth rate this year. We get that story from Bloomberg's David Inglace in Hong Kong. The upgrade comes after China recorded stronger-than-expected growth in the third quarter. That followed Beijing's release of numerous policies to support the recovery. The IMF now expects China's GDP to expand 5.4% in 2023 and 4.6% in 2024. That's up 0.4 percentage points from its earlier projections. Now, the IMF says Beijing's recent plan to issue more sovereign debts was a factor for the upgrade. The fund says slower growth next year can be attributed to China's property slump and weaker external demand. UBS and J.P. Morgan Chase have also upgraded China's growth. In Hong Kong, I'm David Inglis, Bloomberg Radio. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.